And I'm one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castañeda, a.k.a. Dr. Hen. Short oh, for Hennessy. shit. <laughs> oh, you know what? Um, that was the perfect a.k.a. Because we're going to welcome drinking a very... Hennessy. And because you're drinking Hennessy, of course. And because we're going to welcome a very, very special guest. It's Dr. Jen, Dr. Generous... Dr. Zen. Did I already say that? Um, Dr. And now... Kavorky, Jen. <laughs> Welcome back, Jen. Thank you. I'm glad I had my uh, mute button on so that you didn't hear my cackle at this AKA. <laughs> damn it. We missed a cackle? God damn it. <laughs> uh, little Rafi, do you have any cracks that we need to catch before we move on to anything else? No, I'm just drinking Modelo out of a bottle and Hennessy and Coke right now. So no no cans to crack at the moment. But I do, you know, I joke, Dr. Jen is a doctor. Um, and I have a question that hopefully she can answer. You know how they say there are no stupid questions except the ones you don't ask? I'm going to try to uh, test that theory. Um, Jen. Only dumb people say that. Jen, you know, we're all wearing masks to cover our, our nose and mouth lately. But, you know, we know the ear, nose, and throat doctors are, are a thing. So the, these things are all connected, right? So I'm curious, Jen, do, do you think I can get corona in my ear hole? <laughs> Should I be wearing earplugs? Um, okay, one, I'm not an ENT. I know. <laughs> I know. And two, yes, I think you should just stuff your ears with cotton um, and just use that all around. You'll be fine. Good thing. So everyone uh, listening should stuff their ears with cotton <laughs> and, and not listen to the show ever again. Best way to listen to the show. <laughs> That's some sage advice. Uh, uh, one uh, step ahead of you, I'm, uh, I plugged all my orifices in oh preparation. <laughs> I think he was... Um, catching cracks last night or whatever whatever he does with his cans um oh wait he doesn't like cans he likes okay uh on this super memorable don't listen to episode we will talk about the monday show things you never hear quarantine people say with alfred schultz and the thursday show jackie gets swabbed allison throws shade kevin teaches you zoom but first i think we should do some shout outs dr generous why don't you be generous with those shout outs oh i 
my shout outs are very generous to everyone, to everyone who listens and everyone on the Facebook page. Shout out. I like those shout outs. Blanket, blanket ones. Cause everybody that's listening mm-hmm. d- deserves it. Well, Rafi. Yes. I would like to send a shout out first and foremostly to everyone who had a birthday in the last week to my mother, to uh, Laura Broder. And of course to the animal herself, Leanne Ward. Also, Huge shout out to the one who could not be with us today, Lauren Kelly. Uh, I think that's it. All good. My shout outs are to Brittany and the TNC. We we had a meeting uh, and we did it right. It was on Tuesday. It was super fun. And uh, shout out to also to Lauren Kelly. Wish you could have been here, but we will hear from her later with her uh, childish chat. At least we have that. Tamara Holler, Lisa Murphy-Tate. Scott Marquez, Lee Animal, Happy Birthday, Ulysses, Ray Morgan, Z. Mary Jane, Bruised by Dawn, Superfan Maggie Poo, Laura Broder, Joanna, Trice, Lee Bruns, Tim Ortez, and the one and only Allison Rosen for retweeting the show last week. That was super nice. Pretty much all of our listeners. Basically what what Dr. Jen said. <laughs> <laughs> and I, of course I would be shouting Dr. Jen out, but you know, she's here. So shout out to you. Jen. That sounded mean. <laughs> Sorry. It really did. Jen. Jen and your delicious sounding snacks while I'm over here fasting for 20 hours. <laughs> I'm just eating like a normal person. I know. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, okay. I guess we should talk about Monday. Uh, Alfred Schultz was on. Allison is uh, reconnecting with people from the, her, the first iteration of her show. And this is the first one that she's had. Uh, from her Ustream days, which is pretty cool that she's doing that. Um, the Before he came on, she did a little intro, like a pre-recorded chat, and I really liked that she did that. And I know she can't probably do that with uh, Tony every single time, but for Thursday, I think that would be nice to do a little pre-recorded something with him as up, up top. But, but I like this. It was kind of like, uh, I don't know, it was kind of fun. I was really confused at first. I was like, yes. she's talking for a very long time with this guy in the other end of the <laughs> Like an idiot. <laughs> you know what's so funny? It was a really short episode, and I had to, like, listen to it quickly yesterday to, you know, be ready for today. And the intro that she talked, it was almost like 10 or 15 minutes. But uh, so I was like, wow, this is not going to be very much uh, talking with this guy. So one thing I noticed at the beginning of the show is that she no longer has the childish song at the beginning it just goes into hey welcome to allison rosen and then hey now so although i guess it's an improvement i'm still annoyed that i'm hearing an ad for childish so i still skip it and uh i wonder if anyone else is thinking the same thing I definitely skip it every single time. It's but when she changes that, it's gonna really screw me up because I always do like four thirty two times and then backwards <laughs> to get to like where I want to be because I don't I don't want to hear the intro anymore either to or add whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's chatting with Alfred and it was kind of fun to hear them reminisce about the early days, but they didn't really get the, into that until later. I was kind of hoping for more of that. But I think they were just kind of more talking about what's going on now. And I think not talking about it is very hard. But I know it's not always something everyone wants to to hear. But um, they were talking about kind of, 
I guess we all go through like different phases as this thing goes on. As far as like, it feels like there's chaos outside and you're trying to feel normal at your own house and trying not to let all of that chaos in. And I think that's, it could be a struggle. Um, and Allison was talking about being depressed. And I know I've gone through that where I feel like I'm starting to get depressed because I think for me, it's like this, un the unknown. And of course, being out in public and seeing all the masks and stuff, I'm like, I don't want to be around this reality. Like being home feels normal and I can just make it a safe place to be. But, um, but the unknown of like what's going to happen is really, uh, it's, I don't know if it's more depressing or just scary. I don't know. How are you guys dealing with all of this? I'm fine for the most part, but it is kind of weird walking around and seeing people in masks everywhere, but, uh, better than the alternative, I guess. Um, I think kind of, they talked about it, of course, on Monday and Thursday and kind of goes with both like being at home and having kids in your home can kind of give you, it can be difficult, of course, having the kids there depend, you know, all the, the age ranges makes everything different. But ha having the kids kind of gives you like a purpose. Like I got to do this for them and I got to get their schooling in here. And so having all those goals each day can kind of make the day go by a little bit quicker. Um, but yeah, of course, being outside is definitely more of a reality of what's going on. Um, I have been listening to other podcasts when I get a chance and they all kind of touch on like, how you doing? How are you doing? Okay, you're good. All right, let's talk about something else. And then they'll kind of like reference back to, well, now this time and this day I can't do blah, blah. But I'm really tired of hearing and talking about it all the time. But that being said, like for some reason, this episode was fine. And I don't know if it's just because of the, her guest was funny and upbeat and kind of had an optimistic attitude um, that it made it easier to listen to. And same with like Kevin on the Thursday show, like he has kind of a, mm, I guess he would call it a realistic approach, but he still does it with some positivity. And that makes it a little bit easier to have to listen to a podcast where people are talking about it yet again. That's true. And how are, I mean, when are we going to stop talking about it? Who knows? Because things change every yeah. day and we're still like the outcome of it all is so like unclear and like, when is this all going to be lifted? And I, I'm trying to focus on the positives that like the good stuff that might come out of this, but it's yeah. also still so scary that like, you can't, I don't know, you can't worry about stuff you can't change. So it's just sort of like, you can do it the best mm -hmm. you can. And I think it, there's so many good things that could come out of this. I mean, like I said earlier to you guys before we were we were recording, I went and got takeout last night and they gave me cocktails to go. So, you know, there are positives to come out of this. <laughs> I think you just got to adjust your expectations. Yeah, I agree. That's, and I think that's like, especially for her, she's having, for Allison, she's having such a hard time. And I think it's, you know, one of it, one of the factors is adjusting your expectation. Like if you're getting irritated that something's happening, well, is it because you wanted something else to happen? Well, is it really realistic to think that your three-year-old's not going to stop and ask a bunch of questions on a walk? Like I get irritated too. Like, why is this taking forever? And that's like, okay, adjust <laughs> and, yeah. you know, let them, you know, meet them where they're at kind of thing. So I think you're right. Having a an attitude adjustment certainly helps and having a different perspective and just shedding a different light on it because there are so many things that we can be thankful for right now 
that we're not struggling with and that she can say too. And it's easy to get bogged down in all the like negative stuff. It'd be easy, you know, it'd be nice to try and like look at, you know, positive things. I was texting with the neighbors today and we all miss each other and being, we can go hang out up front if we need to, but it's been Mm -hmm. raining. So it's like, there's no real time to hang out. You just kind of feel secluded even more. But we're talking about, you know, planning this huge block party once all of this is lifted. And that's like something exciting to look forward to. But then also, I think, like, are we going to be eating food from other people's kitchens anymore? Like, are we going to be are we going to shake hands anymore? Is it going to be a little bit of this residual? Like when I get home from the grocery store, it's a whole process to clean everything before I put it away. And it's something I've always thought about doing anyway. But um, and now some of the stuff I'll just leave if it's not refrigerated stuff. I'll just leave it for a couple of days before oh, yeah. I put it away. There's yeah. definitely a, definitely a quarantine zone outside that I just keep like things in that I don't need right away just so it can kind of air out. But, yeah. you know, I think this will improve things, some of things. Um, you know, th- the doctor's sending messages like we're going to have one air entrance for sick people and another yes. entrance for well people. And then we're going to disinfect and air out the rooms after every patient. And I'm like, shouldn't this be happening anyways? A hundred percent. That's what I don't understand. We're like, we're going to go through lots of more rigorous things. I'm like, you mean the stuff you should have been doing all along? <laughs> I agree. And so that part, there's, you know, positive stuff. I think that will come out of it, but it'll be weird to be able to, you know, hug somebody again and mm-hmm. just all of those things that I miss doing you know um that everybody Mm -hmm. misses doing just you know i I don't know if we need to shake hands anymore we could probably just adopt the japanese way of saying hello but um (laughs) i don't know it so it yeah i think trying to focus on the positive stuff now and like who knows you know when i start pmsing in the next week or so who knows what my (laughs) my outlook will be (laughs) because the one time i cried during all this was like when i was pmsing and i was just like i am fucking terrified like i'm just scared of what the future is i have no idea what's going to happen but you know just taking it literally day by day because every day it changes and trying not to like listen to the news too much just listening enough to be you know informed informed, but not to get like freaked out just like okay this is all i need to know and i'm going on with my day and you know making the most of it i guess well we have no choice like this is it right yeah uh, yeah yeah and and it's so easy to say right now because right now everyone i'm doing okay but maybe like you're saying tomorrow when i'm feeling like shit i'm like ah this all sucks and i can't do anything i'm so frustrated so (laughs) you know talk to me in an hour i don't know this is just how i'm feeling right now how, right. about, how about you, Rafi? When you're PMSing, do you cry about it? <laughs> I'll tell you what, Jen. The other day, I took off from work, and I started to watch Onward thanks to a generous friend and her Disney Plus password. <laughs> and let me tell you, that movie was tugging at my heartstrings. Oh. Maybe it's this emotional time, but I was crying left and right. Oh. I cried probably three times watching that fucking movie. Like I would movie. recommend it. Uh, so, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been crying. Not as much as Tony, though. Fucking loser. <laughs> come on, our show, Tony. <laughs> yeah, okay, come Tony. on. <laughs> this is we'll a comedy podcast. Emo Tony. Um, so they did finally get into reminiscing about the their early days and just... I'd like to, I don't, maybe I didn't listen closely enough, but I don't, I didn't really understand how he ended up being part of the show. Was it through his brother or because through work or like, how did they end up meeting and connecting? I don't remember 
what was the order, but Bill Schultz, who has been on the show, is uh, Alfred's brother. Uh, I think she met Bill from doing Red Eye, and then she met Alfred after, is I think what I got from this. Hmm. But this reminded me of how much I miss Red Eye, the, the Golden Age, not the bastardized version that they uh, did later on. But like back when Allison was on there, that's how I know of her. The show was so fun. Uh, and hearing Alfred, who I've seen many clips of on YouTube, on Allison's YouTube page, would recommend. Now we've got tons of time. Go back and watch all those old videos from her apartment. She was like, it's so weird seeing Allison like single and living in New York. But this brought me back to those old memories. Yeah, the very few ones that I've seen, I'm like, oh my gosh, look at it like like a younger Allison that like has a whole future ahead of her and she's just like silly and fun and like you make a good suggestion to go back and watch those. That is a great idea. Yeah, and one of my and I believe in the early days of the podcast version of this show, she had Alfred on to do things you never hear people say and I remember when I was working at the hospital that I tweeted one in and um, it got no <laughs> no response. But to be <laughs> fair, I remember it had to do with, with someone getting a surgery on their vagina. Uh, I don't remember what exactly the tweet was, but I was like, yeah, I probably did not deserve to get any attention because it was just such a strange thing that I heard. Um, I don't remember the tweet exactly, so that was a horrible example. <laughs> I think you need to retweet that today, for starters. And I wasn't really aware of this segment, and I don't know why she doesn't still do it, but it was super fun to hear it. I, I'm, not, I'm just not, fam I'm not familiar with all of Allison's stuff, apparently. So, it's funny that you mentioned Twitter. I need to stop saying that. I, I need a better uh, way to introduce things. Funny enough... <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, um, I haven't tweeted in over a year, so it would be funny if I tweeted uh, something about that. I meant to tweet this. I was actually going to do a Facebook post for the BFF group because they mentioned it later on in the episode where Trap Dog invented or invented. God, those drinks are hitting. <laughs> Trap Dog wrote the theme song for her, and, and I looked it up a long time ago. Oh, 2018, I looked this up. God damn. Published uh, February 27 on Allison's YouTube. Sorry. February 27th of 2010, Allison has a video on her YouTube page where it says Tom is interviewed by Allison Rosen via phone on her Ustream show. Uh, and this is when uh, it says Tom tells how he became a fan of Allison with her in the studio is her friend and fellow writer, Dustin Goot. This is the the show where she asked him to write the theme song. And she she remembers it being very quick. She said like 10 minutes later, he had the song done. Uh, but on March 5 of 2010, Tom rap on his YouTube page. Tom rap theme for Allison Rosen is your new best friend only has a thousand views or so, by the way. So you can hear like in a couple of weeks, you know, 
he he wrote the song or minutes i don't know when he uploaded it but uh that was something i meant to put up on facebook because i thought it was interesting that is that's <clears throat> super cool interesting i didn't know he had a facebook or a, a youtube channel um it's at tom rap show yeah it, at tom rap show yeah it was cool hearing them talk about you know, hearing Alfred being like, oh, yeah, wasn't that one of your fans that did your theme song? And and just hearing the the origin of that and the fact that, I mean, I would love to hear what Trap Dog's backstory is on uh, his origin story. So, um, Trap Dog, come on the show. And uh, also the talk of fan phone call again, which was like, oh, she needs to get back into this. And it doesn't have to be, she doesn't need a screener. She could probably just call yeah, people. That's, that was or... uh, something that I thought was funny. He's like, they were talking about the percentage of, of calls that were, you know, not good. Or like someone calling just to say Baba Booey or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like she knows the fans and also like she can call them and also it's it's not live like mm -hmm. i'm sure alfred is he says he used to work for sirius xm he has to worry about a different thing like this is not love line she calls people and records it and she's putting it out much later so there's no worry that she's going to call someone in orange county and they're just just going to start screaming the n-word lisa <laughs> <laughs> or in huntington, huntington. um I think, but, but um, yeah, I think she could easily do it because it's all it could all be edited. Uh, however, she wants to do it. Um, I think it would be fun. I don't know. I know she, right now, like we were talking earlier, she just tweeted out the next ARI YMBF is going to be recorded calls, and that's fun. That's cool. Um, but you know, let's do these fan phone calls. Let's get back to, so to your roots. I am not on Twitter, but maybe someone should DM her and say mm. maybe. Because she does have so many new Patreon supporters, she could put a tweet out and say, April 30th or whatever, I'm going to pick five Patreon people at random and call them, and that will be an episode. I feel like that would be a good incentive. That is a great idea. I like how you picked your birthday just randomly. <laughs> I picked it because it's the end of the month, not because okay. it's the best day in history. Oh, okay. Uh, but Jen, yeah. you're no longer a patron, so um, this does not concern you. <laughs> She's a patron Wait, saint. Like, Give me a break. Personal information and throw it out there on the podcast. Wow. Edit that out, me. No, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not a patron anymore, but I'm, that's why I was, it was discussed on Facebook, I think too, um, by Leanne and, um, I can't remember my brain's dead. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad she had so many sponsors as she called them. Um, I was elated to hear that many people were able to sign on to her Patreon. It's pretty cool and pretty surprising. I was surprised that there were so many this month. I just thought this would be the month that it's going to be negative. Um, cause I was thinking, okay. That's going to be like the first thing that goes is Patreon. But now with everything happening right now, my husband's still working and I'm actually working more. I'm like, okay, I'm okay for a little while. I can coast it out. She should set up something where people can like gift people Patreon. I don't know how that would work. I think it's called Venmo. <laughs> right into the mic. Okay. Uh, anything else from... Monday before we move on to bigger and better things. Like I said, I really enjoy the things you never hear people say segment. And I think the funniest one to me was 
So where are we getting brunch? <laughs> <laughs> that one made me laugh too. <laughs> Every uh, other one, I was like, okay, it's it's all ironic. It's funny. And like, put her there. That was funny. But yeah, where are we getting, going for brunch? Yeah, put her there was good. <laughs> but it is. It was funny that everything he said was like things that were so normal a month ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And unfortunately, because I was listening to this just, you know, this morning, this last like 20 minutes to try and like uh, take notes. I thought that would have been fun to do a things you never hear people say segment of our own. But that's kind of rip off. So maybe not. Um but it was fun listening to it. Um, I think that's all for Monday. I did want to say Allison put out on Patreon that she wanted people to review, I, rate and review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, which she actually mentioned, I think, on Thursday also. Um, but she was putting out a request. So I, I've already done it before, but since I have, I've had so many new accounts, I could be like, oh, cool, I'll, I'll go on and send her one. So I think everyone needs to go give her five stars. It's pretty quick. And fun and worth it. It's not really fun, but it's worth it. Um, so <laughs> do, do that now. <laughs> uh, also, I think uh, in the Facebook group, uh, on sorry, in the Facebook Messenger group for the group recording, I kind of posted in there last weekend because I had found an old M- Malabari Paratha <laughs> sent in by <laughs> Dr. Jen on on Patreon. Um, I found one of those in the freezer. I'm like, I'm going to have one of these. I'm like, oh, I'm reminiscing about that weekend and like the fact that we were able to do it and like we wouldn't have been able to if it was, you know, any later. And then I thought, you know what? We need to have an impromptu once the quarantine's lifted group recording um, because the next one's not till March. But hopefully we don't have to do this until March. Um, but if there's, you know, once it's all lifted, I think we're going to have to celebrate in that way. Um, so stay tuned for that. Also, Rafi's birthday is at the end of April. Everyone needs to send him gifts. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we're going to possibly do a live tweet with a movie of his choice. So stay, stay, also stay tuned for that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't eat. See, I can blame it on something. It's either I'm too drunk. It's either I'm hungry. Uh, too much caffeine. Uh, also, I think it's time for LK's Childish Chat. Do, do we have a, a singing person for that, Rafi? Jen, take it away. Do, 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 do. Oh, Lisa really wanted to do it. <laughs> no, I was thinking you, I'll do the tune, you do the the words. Or just you sing a jingle. Go for it. Yeah, go for it, Jen. Chad is Chad. Here it is with Lauren. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, Jen. Hi, friends. This is Lauren Kay with some childish chat. Um. Okay, so Allison and Greg were talking about um, their relationship and the whole uh, will-they-won't-they dynamic that they have um, where a lot of people, they think a lot of people might think that they're having an affair. Um, And uh, Greg's like, well, we just should because everybody thinks it anyway. (laughs) Um, And Allison said she's having a really hard time with the quarantine being... Um, with her and Daniel being two people who are still working um, and taking care of the kids and not having help anymore, not having their nannies anymore, their nanny anymore. Um, and I totally understand that it's it's really hard uh, to just be with your family all day. And especially if your kids are little, so much uh, to always be doing with them. Um, and Greg said he hasn't been able to uh, throw a move on his wife because <laughs> his kids are home. Um, they mentioned masks and I don't know if it's, um, 
like mandatory in California to wear masks when you go out now. Um, I don't think it's mandatory here, but the last time I was out, everybody but me was wearing a mask. Um, let's see. Allison has a bone to pick with Greg. He said, she says he recorded in person with Joe Rogan and then played pool with him. And, uh, Greg's defense is he's saying Joe is super healthy and, um, they wipe down everything in the studio between guests and everything like that. And he, uh, Greg's saying, you know, we maintain the six feet distance and Allison said, well, but it still kind of looks irresponsible and might make people think like, oh, it's okay now. Um, but that's not the case. Um, and Oh, it was Greg's birthday. He turned 54. His family gave him breakfast in bed. He requested homemade drawings as his gifts. And his wife made his favorite dinner, chicken paprikash for dinner um, and a red velvet cake. Uh, (laughs) And he even had a friend drive by and sing happy birthday like from the car. So that was really cute. Um, Allison was invited to be on Doug Loves Movies. He was doing live on Instagram and live on Periscope. Um, and she asked Greg if he wanted to be on too, and she copy and pasted the Periscope directions, but Greg was having like a really hard time connecting and Allison and Greg were saying, um, that Doug was getting really, really frustrated with the, the things not working. Um, and then they only ended up getting to one question, uh, because of having glitches. Let's see. Oh, they took like a test of, of all these questions about parenting. Like, have you scolded your kid in public? Um, have you bribed your kids and things? Um, and I guess Allison, I think Allison did better than Greg mostly because, you know, she, her kids are still little. Uh, and some of the questions were really interesting. Like the one said, have you ever given vague instructions? Um, or have you ever let things slide, which are not, both are not good things to do. And I recently was talking to my husband about him giving the kids vague instructions. He was like, telling them to, uh, find a spot to put, uh, certain things of theirs that they had laying around. And I said, that's too vague. Um, you know, we need to tell them where to put it because they don't know. Um, and then letting things slide. That's something that I do sometimes if I don't feel like (laughs) getting into it with them, it's like, I'll just pretend that I didn't notice or I just ignore it and let it go. Um, and I shouldn't do that either. Um, Greg's high was a zoom phone call where he said he was talking, he and his family were all sitting on the couch together, he and his wife and kids, and they're having a zoom phone call with family. And then he said a text pops up on his phone from Bill Burr or on his screen and his whole family sees it. And it said, dude, have you learned to suck your own cock yet? Um, and he said his wife and kids were like laughing really hard and the people that they were on the zoom call with had no idea you know, what had happened. And he said they couldn't even talk like, because they were laughing so hard. And I love that when you're laughing with, with your family or with someone that you're close to. And that's the best. Uh, Allison's high was a, was a Zoom phone calls, catching up with friends from Brooklyn. And she said she, she was on like a high after her Zoom phone calls feeling, you know, really like she had just hung out with people. And I totally feel the same way. I felt um, like kind of on a high after, uh, talking with Lisa and Rafi and Jen, you guys last week. Um, and also, uh, when Lisa and Rafi and, uh, Scott, when we all talked, uh, yeah, it's, it feels like hanging out. 
Um, they got an email from a listener named Jenna who was saying her relationship is very tense with her husband right now and they're kind of bringing out the worst in each other. They have a two and a half year old and a five month old. Um, and so Allison was like, yeah, I totally can relate, you know, because their kids are so small. They have to, you know, still be with them all the time and it's so much. Um, and so they basically just recommended kind of giving each other some alone time because it's it's getting difficult to get along. Uh, and then they got an email about bidets. Um, a lot of people have been talking about bidets lately. I don't have one, but uh, I would love one if one magically becomes installed in my house. <laughs> uh, they got a negative iTunes comment of uh, Greg is too full of himself to listen. And uh, Greg, Greg said, yeah, people don't like me at first. He said uh, his best friend, Mike Gibbons, at his wedding um, toast said that uh, he didn't like Greg at first. He says it, it takes some time to love him. So, uh, and I'm sure some people are, you know, still waiting to, to love him. So, <laughs> so uh, I guess that's it for now. I hope everybody is doing great. And I like you all so much. Bye-bye. Ah, oh, Lauren, we like you too. As uh, little Rafi said, any Lauren is is good Lauren to get. Um, did you? Who has any comments about any of this, Jen? Um, <laughs> I, I'm glad I put myself on mute because some of those comments had me laughing. Um, <laughs> let's see. I, I don't think anything more than I've already commented about having to. It is harder when you have the younger kids at home, and I'm glad she's able to do the Zoom calls and catch up with her friends. It is always nice. Um, and our conversation last week was really. Really great as well. To yeah, quote I Jen think, earlier oh. today, something is missing without Lauren. Exactly. True. True. That is a, very true. I think the video chat highs is for sure a thing. And I know when I talk with you guys, we've been kind of trying to do it every week, which is is cool. And I always feel like I've hung out with you guys afterwards and, and also recording with anybody. I have that feeling too, which is fun. And with some other group friends or whatever, where it's just like, it really feels like you're hanging out and we're making more of an effort to hang out than we did before, which is really cool. Um, it is funny, though, the video chat accidents that are going to possibly happen because that one, wow, um, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, yeah, having trying to fit sex in with kids at home, it, it, it's already been hard anyway. Um, but, but, um, now it's even like worse where it's like, okay, do we need to like set up a spot in the shed, in the garage? Like, I mean, it's, the kids are always home and the kids are older now. So it's a little bit different than like when they were younger, it's like, okay, bedtime's at 730 and, you know, or here's a, here's a, some, here's some candy. <laughs> you guys can have candy. You guys are going to have candy and watch this show if you guys let us, um, have our time alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little bribery but um yeah so it's a little bit harder now um and the fact that anybody thinks that they're having an affair is like preposterous i believe um it's crazy but and uh the i don't know if it's like age or like stupidity but like greg saying that joe rogan is a healthy guy is such an irresponsible thing to say and to justify you know socializing together and doing all the things that they're doing it's kind of silly the mandatory mask do you know if it's mandatory or not i i don't know if it is mandatory if they just suggest it highly 
Do you, you want know, to answer, Rafi? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think it's mandatory yet, but I've heard some places have a $1,000 fine, but not in L.A. Oh. County yet. But I could be wrong. Well, um, so I think they've made it mandatory for any um, for all employers to have to provide their employees with masks when they're like in the food and service industry. Um, and then I know that Trader Joe's has a thing saying you can't enter unless you're wearing a mask. And I think they're making that mandatory now in grocery stores. Um, it's interesting, though, because Target sells, you know, clothing and groceries, which we'll get to the Thursday show. But when Jackie Johnson's like so surprised and shocked that Target would be open, I mean, like, what privileged world do you live in that you don't buy your groceries at Target? <laughs> like, I'm right. sorry, I was very put off by that. Um, I think they're they're saying that there's different sanctions being put out. Um, it is weird because when I do my neighborhood walks, I do wear my masks, but the kids don't like to and they keep touching their face even more and more and more and I'm like geez um so I don't know what the final call was I know they just two days ago put out another thing but I have to look at my app and figure out what it is but uh, I wear I wear one going out now um for the most part I think it's more of like a societal uh, like courtesy even though I don't know I think, yeah. like, I don't know if I went for a walk that I would necessarily wear one because, well, maybe it's because where I live, there's not going to be a lot of people around. But, like, going into a store, the last grocery store I went to, I did wear a mask. And and even, like, the system at Albertsons was so crazy. Like, they have, it changed, like, four days later, like, from the time I was there before. It was like, oh, my God, like, they have, like, one-way aisles oh, now, yeah. like, you know, yeah. and, like, going and standing in one line. Yeah, before you go to the checkout. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I was just like, man, this is like, everything changes so quickly. And I, I'm afraid of doing something wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, and a lady actually yelled at me. But <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> my fault. Uh, but she was just, everybody's on edge and everyone's crazy. And it's like, oh my God, like, all right, let's just all dial it back. But, um, but yeah, a social courtesy, I could see that. You know, there were a couple of people that didn't have masks on. It's like, I know the people that are working there prefer, hey, wear a mask if you're in here shopping because we have to be here working. So yeah. I, I understand yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I Just going for a walk, I don't think I would until they're like, you have to no matter what if you're outside of the house. And I would just would never go out ever again. <laughs> that would be the end of that. One last thing about this childish. There was mention of the doug loves movies fiasco so i am so bored that i will check twitter i i've been off twitter and i used to check it like once a month now i'm checking it like once or twice a week um so i still try to limit it but i happened to look on the day where this happened and i watched the periscope by the way who the fuck is still using periscope mm-hmm. I that's what know. i was like there's was periscope the still <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. but allison did a major faux pas doug asked her to be on for a quick segment it's supposed to be like a 10 minute long thing so he can get into the game she did the faux pas of inviting first greg fitzsimmons and then trying to get tony as well 
So now Tony and Greg are both struggling to get on to Periscope. Greg talked about his issues with it. And then you could see that Doug was like, he was like telling Allison, like, well, we're not going to have time for them anyway. And Allison is, you know, still trying to get them to go on. So I, I took a screen recording of all of this and I thought about putting it. I thought about putting it on the Facebook group, but it's eight minutes of technical difficulties. So I decided (laughs) it's better if we don't watch it because it's just them like, oh, well, now Greg is texting me that he can't get on. Okay, Tony just texted me. No, he can't get on. Okay, so Greg's going to try to get back. Oh, my gosh. This is exactly. I was like, Allison, next time, just go on the show. She asked. She answered the one question. She got it wrong. And he was on to his next guest. So, um, I mean, we're all trying to work it out with uh, entertaining folks. But um, don't invite people to the party that are not invited. That really is a football. So I guess they got a negative review about Greg being annoying. So, Rafi, I know you haven't left a positive review for Allison yet, but did you leave a negative one for Josh? (laughs) I, I have not left a review for Allison and I would definitely not waste my time leaving a review for Childish. <laughs> uh, okay, I think, is it time for something special that we have planned for today? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> Little Rafi, do you have anything to play for us? Here's a quiz about Jennifer, <laughs> generous of you uh, uh, wow and why did we not have her play the guitar when she was out here like uh, in talent was that her play I mean that was amazing I am like that song's gonna be stuck in my head all day I love it 
maybe she should write a theme song for this podcast. Oh my god. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Uh so that song leads us to a very special part of the show and it's the Dr. Jen quiz. Part All right. Two. Part 2, part yes. Do. Do and dose um all right question number there's seven questions what question number one all right and i sent this to lauren ahead of time so we have her answers too Ooh, Uh, nice what instrument did i always want to play when i was a kid guitar harp drums violin I noticed uh, skin flute was not an option, but then I remember this is not a Lisa quiz. And I said as a child. She probably already plays that. I I guess I didn't hear that. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, Oh, so are we doing one question and then you tell us the answer? I think so. What do you think? Okay. So, Lisa, I guessed guessed Mm -hmm. B, which I think is the harp. But I know you play Ooh. guitar a bit, so I was um, double-guessing myself, but I went with harp. I went with my heart. Lisa, what did you guess? I harped on it as well. Harp. <laughs> harp. <laughs> B. What did Lauren guess? Lauren guessed guitar, that I wanted to, to always play the guitar. The answer, correct answer is harp. Ooh. I didn't play the I didn't start learning the guitar until I was in my twenties though. But um yes, the harp. It just seemed like such a a challenge and like a really beautifully played instrument. Like I don't know, I just like the sound of it. I think you should take this time to do that now. <laughs> just go get a harp down the road. <laughs> Bring it up, disinfect it and leave it out in the quarantine area. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, question number two. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, what instrument did I play as a child? Child, Raffi. Child. Okay, one, clarinet. Two, piano. Three, trumpet. Four, recorder. Didn't we all have to play recorder? I mean... going to give that away. Sorry. I shouldn't give away answers. I was thinking the same thing. I played the recorder for a bit. Um, I already forgot what the choices were, but I wrote mine down, and I went with A, think, whatever that was. I think I went with B. No, I meant to say B, that but I'm sticking with A. <laughs> okay, well, it's clarinet, piano, trumpet, or recorder. Mm, oh, I'm sticking with A. My... All right, I'll stick with B. The correct choice... Oh, I'm sorry. Lauren said clarinet. The correct choice is clarinet. Son of a wow. gun. What that was my first. Was a. a, you got it right. Oh, and I get it right? Yes, you got it right. Oh, shit. I wrote an X. Okay, got it right. Got it right. <laughs> so far, you're two for two. And Lauren is one for two. And Lisa's one for two. All right. Yep. What book have I not read? All the ones in Lisa's house. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Cho- choice A, The Great Gatsby. Choice B, To Kill a Mockingbird. Choice C, Little Women. Little Women, I cannot talk. Or the last one, The Scarlet Letter. Mm. 
These are those are all, all standard issues that you're supposed to read, right? Yeah, yeah right. Hmm. Lisa, I'm curious. Hmm. Of those four books, how many have you read? Oh my god. <laughs> um. What was the first one? <laughs> oh, the, the Great, Great Gatsby. Gatsby. I think I read that one. I have yeah. also read. Well, the I got Great kicked Gatsby. out of high school, so uh, continuation school. They so did I. Um, I'm okay. I think I have my answer. Gatsby, Mockingbird, Women, or Letter. Okay, I have mine. What did you guess? Letter D. I went with D as well. And so did did Lauren. She went with Scarlet Letter too. But you were thinking what, Rafi? I was thinking A. The one I have not read, Little Women. <gasps> Whoa! You know what? I think I actually have read that one. Sorry, I have read that. Wow. Okay. Okay. Most people have. Mm. Okay. I think I read it in my own time, though, just because I was a real book nerd. We can tell by all your books. All right. <laughs> Next question: Which one of the following have I tried? Hang gliding, parasailing, bungee jumping, skydiving. Ooh. Have you guys got my answer? Have you guys tried any of these? No. None of them? No. Okay. The one I guessed is the one that I want to try. Okay. And Rafi? I have not done any of them. I want to do all of them, but um, we've discussed skydiving before, so I think I'm on the right track. Okay. And that's why I I guessed B. Parasailing? Oh. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's what I picked, too. <laughs> Wait, why did you pick that one? Because I think when we discussed skydiving, you said, never going to do it. Either you either said, I've already done it, never do it again, or you said, never going to do it. So I was like, well, she probably wants to be attached to the boat or the place <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> uh, Lauren chose skydiving, and the right answer is parasailing. So Yes, I do. I do want to be attached to something that I did that in Catalina back in 2000. Yeah, it's like 20 years ago. Oh, that's cool. That'd be fun. Was it fun? It's fun. So it was me and my family. I mean, to put a damper on it, it was our last um, family vacation before my dad died. He knew he was dying. So I'm that. But it was a fun vacation nonetheless. (laughs) But with us was a family, like like a mom, dad, and a little kid, maybe like 10 or 11. So I was 20. I'm very old. I was 20. And I did it first. And it was just me in the back. And I wore like jeans, shirt, whatever. It was this group of um, like maybe like 40, 50 year old dudes, um, like bra dudes doing the whole thing. And they said, you don't need to wear anything special because you're going to lift off from the boat and come back in the boat. And I was like, okay. And I did. They never dropped me in the water or anything. And so with a little kid, he had like a life jacket on and he had his, you know, swim trunks on. And like he didn't care if he got wet. So they're like, okay, well, we can like dip you in the water if you want. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they let him go up. And then what they did is they kind of stalled the boat. So that gave like a lot of slack to the line. And then they gunned it. So he kind of dropped down. But. <laughs> Before they got before they gunned it, he pretty much had landed in the water. So when they gunned it, he was just like eating water. 
<laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> he was just crying. He was just crying after it was all like it was like forty miles an hour, like from zero to forty, just like a bunch of wake in your house. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. Yeah, it was very sad, but funny, but sad. But anyways. Um, <laughs> well, Catalina is like, uh, was supposed to be our big family trip this year. And obviously that's not going to happen, but that would be super fun to do out there. That was fun. Fucking and I don't love Catalina. I don't know if they do it anymore, but when I was there, it was like those little, um, submarines where it's like two people in there, the little bubble pod and a diver behind you. And you got to go down, Ooh, yeah. go dive down and they controlled it the whole time. And you just got to like, look around you, like as if you were diving, but you didn't have to have like the oxygen tank or anything like that. So that was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So when my husband and I went there, we, uh, we didn't go with kids cause it was our anniversary, which is coming up actually happy anniversary to you as well. And your <laughs> husband, um, yeah. But we rented one of those boats, like a speedboat, so you can just go out and like go fish or just like drive drive around. And they let you fill up a cooler full of beer <laughs> if you want. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I drove the boat topless. All right, so next question. <laughs> um. Okay. What is my comfort food? Is it tater tots, chicken noodle soup, mm. eggs and rice, or oatmeal? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, say those again. Mimi, You got for clump, for clump. Tater tots, chicken noodle soup, eggs and rice, oatmeal. Hmm. What do I consider my? I guess I'm food? just gonna pick what I would like to eat right now. Yeah. So what did you pick, Lisa? Bobby, you can go first. Okay, I'll go first. Uh-huh. Because you're Southern Jenny, I picked tater tots. Same. And lo- I love me a tater tot. <laughs> Lauren picked eggs and rice. Now, I always say eggs and rice is something I get, I could eat every day. But my comfort food is definitely tater tots. Oh, yeah. my God. We know you so well. And also, Lisa, quit fucking copying me. <laughs> <laughs> So I made tater tot casserole the other day. Have you had this? Pretty oh, amazing. I've never had a casserole with tater tots. Pretty amazing. You put it on top. So it's like a crispy tater tot top. And like the bottom is usually like ground beef and mushrooms and like gravy or whatever. It's like a, there's a couple of versions of it. But then you just put the tater tots on top and bake it. And it's pretty mm-hmm. amazing. That sounds good. Rafi, do you like tater tots? Who doesn't? I mean, I know you don't have a... <laughs> But I'm just wondering. <laughs> now who's uh, putting my business all out there? <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dog named Tater Tot. She was shaped like one. All right. <laughs> um, okay, there's two more. So last, uh, second to last. Okay. What was an elective that I had in PE in junior high? So an elective in PE in junior high. Archery, square dancing, high jump. All of the above, none of the above. Ooh. Wait, you can't put C as all of the above when there's only two. There's three. Archery, square dancing, high jump, all the above, none of the above. Oh, okay. Okay. As a child, Rafi, as a child. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lisa, I know you want to copy me, so I'll go first. I picked all of the above. Oh, I did too. I was going to go square dancing because I know country Jenny, but um, all of the above for sure. 
It's funny because I was a podcast and um, with Mamory and what is I keep forgetting. Anyways, um, and they're like, yeah, did you ever have to do um, square dancing? And I was like, I thought I was the only one that had to do square dancing. It is all the above. But square dancing was so odd. And I grew up in a farm town, not like in a hick country town, people. But yeah, I still had to do square dancing. Yeah, it was all the above. What did Lauren guess? Oh, thank you. Lauren guessed square dancing. So she was 33% right? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, okay. Lisa, last, we, huh. we are at the ultimate question, so I'm curious, Lisa. Did you only get one wrong? I got two wrong, so I think you already oh, won. No. Wow! Okay, the, last, the last question is worth fifty points. If but oh. if I get this wrong and you get it right, then we <laughs> tie, <laughs> and then it's tie, oh. tie, tiebreaker. Okay, right. I'll think of a tiebreaker if, if you do have a tie. What color did I want to paint my room growing up as a child, Rafi? Mm. Pink, green, black, or red? Oh, I had a guess before you said anything and it was not there. Um, what was your at guess? what age? Uh, my guess was purple. Oh, um, what age? I would say from age probably eight to probably like 16 what were the choices again they were pink green black red i wrote something down but now i'm second guessing myself so my choice i feel like lisa should go first so she can't copy me Okay. I wrote one thing. I went and my first instincts was one thing. Then I wrote another thing down and then I crossed it out and wrote another one. And that is green. That's what I also picked green. You picked green? No, it was was black. Oh my God. That was my first instinct was black. And then I went red and then I went green. My first instinct was red. But what did Lauren guess? Lauren guessed um, green as well. I will say I did have like a hunter green carpet in my room. Um, but I wanted black walls and the only, like my parents refused. And the one thing that finally got me thinking, all right, is they like came up with this, I don't know, fake news that if it was a dark room, like black room, it would just attract a bunch of spiders. So I was like, never mind, we can paint it. I don't know whatever color I went with, but, uh, yeah. So Ruffy, did you just win or what did Lauren get? What was her score? Oh, I think Lauren got one right. Hold on. <laughs> oh. uh, she, she said, she said um, I hope I did great, but I usually don't. Um, she got clarinet, and that was it. I so. got oh. I got five right. I got four. And I think on the last gen quiz, I got like one or zero or something. So I'm <sighs> glad that we have gotten to know each other, even if only... Well, I guess I've gotten to know you and you still don't know me. It's really the way I like my friendships to go. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was an awesome quiz. I feel like I know you even better now. There you go. I'd like to know what everybody else got at home. Let us know how well you know Dr. Generous. Or if you just kept hitting Um, the fast forward button until you got past the quiz. Like, are they still talking about (laughs) This is the worst in the ad. (laughs) 
Oh, this is this is the show. Okay, we don't even need to talk about anything else. Hey there. Um. <laughs> hey now. Oh. Uh, so I guess it's time to talk about Thursday, shall we? Sure. I'm glad I sniffed right into the mic. All right. Uh, we were her little dark chocolate M&M sent in by Allison Baker on Patreon. I'm surprised she picked this, to be honest, for many reasons. Um, she doesn't like dark chocolate. And uh, she's had M&M's as a... I think she's had it as a carb. She's definitely had it as a snack chat. Maybe I'm mixing it up. But anyway, um, sounds okay, I guess. I guess we'll have it at the next uh, group recording. <laughs> so we can have something decent. But I don't know. An M&M without a nut. It's not my kind of M&M. <laughs> all right uh so they talked a lot about what's going on once again and um as you said Jen, it was taller <laughs> uh uh-huh it's, as you said jen it was more tolerable and enjoyable i think especially because of kevin he's um a pleasure to listen to and um not to have dreams about but um <laughs> they were talking about <laughs> my we that, that, <laughs> that recording <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, and by the way you're yeah. not the only one that sent it because you were the first one then scott sent it to me and then like i think yeah. we had it somewhere else from like i can't get away from this kevin porter <laughs> yeah, scott that... is like it's... scott He's is what? in like <laughs> Scott is like in the I don't know dark webs. Like the, he comes up with uh, some stuff. But hi Scott, hi Scotty, hi Scott. <laughs> yeah, Scotty Scott always sends slips into our BMs with some nice uh, content uh, that always makes me laugh or cringe. Um, but so they talked about and we talked a little bit about it. But the emotions during this and we are, I already asked if you guys cry or if you're angry or any other emotions that we did not talk about yet. Well, I just wanted to say, um, there's interesting the way that Kevin said his emotions are always felt at an 11. Like, it doesn't matter what emotion, he's always at an 11. And that just makes him seem like he's much more of an intense person than I ever guessed him to be. I don't know. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Because he does seem very, like, not an 11 at all. He seems like even keel, just mellow guy. Yeah. And I found out, who said they were crying the most? It's probably Tony, I'm guessing. <laughs> Poor Tony. Ruffy, are you just crying or are you angry also? Sorry, I, I didn't hear what you said. Um, are you he's probably angrily beating something up right now. Are you just crying through all this or do you have or anger or do you have any other emotions or are you just kinda like don't get um, it? <laughs> kind of the latter, I guess. I'm not really giving a shit. Um I feel fine most of the time. And when I don't, it's not to the point where I would cry or feel angry. You know what does make me angry? They talk about this later, but I go to I went to Target over by USC because I was trying to go to Trader Joe's and it's the closest one to me to use this gift card that I was so generously gifted. Um and the fucking line is crazy. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, I'm not waiting in lines. But no, I, I I don't get to that point. And I think it probably does has to have to do with the fact that I that I do get to go to work and my life is relatively normal. This is the only thing different during quarantine time is that I don't have the option to do things because I, like really normally mm. on the weekend, I would just be a hermit and stay home. But now that I have to. It's barely 
any difference. But Jen, you're more in touch with your feelings than me, or maybe you're more <laughs> closed off, actually. How are you feeling? I really thought you got to know me so well by now. Uh, oh, I don't think I've ever been angry. I don't think I've been angry at the situation. I guess I don't, I don't know what there would be angry about. Like, it sucks. But I just don't get mad about it. Like, if I was to get mad about something, I'd get mad about, you know, corporate America and capitalism and the whole bigger picture that things would bother me anyways about. Like, or, like, you know, billionaires on their islands away from the hoi polloi. But, like, that's not going to help anything. And I would be mad about that no matter what. Because this is just highlighting all the wrongs in our society and how our system is built. But I'm just trying to live each day. And I just don't think anger has a place. Now I can get mad at my children for not listening to me. But, <laughs> but you know, that's just whatever. I don't know. I don't get, this is not angry time for me. I don't know. I forgot what I was actually going to say is the thing that does make me angry is when I go to Target or Trader oh. Joe's or whatever is I see people out and about all the fucking time. Like yesterday I drove home from work and I was in traffic again. And I was like, all you oh, motherfuckers what? can't be essential or going to do something that is essential. Maybe they're just out for a drive and that would be fine. But when I go out and I see people either not wearing masks or not social distancing or just they're out about just because I think if I see a motherfucker walking down the street, I'm mad at them. So I'm angry in that sense, but only in that sense. So I don't I haven't gotten angry except for with that lady yelling at me when I was in the right and like that kind of shit. I'm like, nope, I can't deal with this. Like, no. Um, And I've only cried the once, but um, I do get like when I go to the grocery store and I'm just kind of like zoned out and just trying to f like get the food that I need and get the hell out of there and, and follow the, the rules. Sometimes like for a second, it'll hit me. Like I'll see the people with the mask or just like whatever it is. And it just like this, like pit of my stomach doom feeling of like, like a deep sadness occurs for a second. And then I'm like, Nope, shake it off, get the rest of your shit and get the hell out of here. Um, and try not to come back ever again. But like, Today, I was like, every time I want to go to Trader Joe's, there's the line is way too long. And I also go to Target. I haven't gone for a couple of weeks now. I was going right in the beginning of all of this happening. And the, the energy was very strange. But it was at least like somewhere I could go and get some groceries and not have to like deal with all the rest of the stuff. But um, yeah, I was surprised that uh, what's her face wasn't going to go there. Jackie wasn't was surprised oh, yeah. on target being open but um yeah because they have tons of stuff there and like not toilet paper of course but um right. i do have to say though another shout out to bevmo because they figured it out like you order it online you go wait in your line and you just d d you know pick up your stuff and leave like it's not so hard they need oh, to do something can, more like this other you can places. order it online yeah they don't even have the store open anymore so you order it online oh, okay. you can schedule it for like hour increments or whatever like between whatever time and whatever time they email you oh. when it's ready you go you go and pick it up and you just it's pretty seamless and I will um, yeah so okay i'll do that yes it's definitely worth it and of course trying to get groceries delivered is like so silly because oh, you yeah. never have any availability and then when yeah. you, you do you half of your stuff's out of stock it's like okay i don't want to have to go in and these fucking hoarders really ruined it for everybody yeah um but I know they're talking about the best worst case scenarios with isolation. And I feel like 
right now I feel like I'm in the best case scenario yeah. because I do have people around me. I have my kids are older, so they're not as they're not high maintenance at all. They pretty much sleep all day and then they do their homework and they eat and that's pretty much it. Um, but we play like but we also like being around each other. So it's nice to have like we're watching, you know, shows together or like last night we were playing music together or like whatever. We've talked about playing this some games in the backyard. Um, so it's been like really kind of cool. Like we've been connecting a little bit more, I think. And um, so I feel like I have the best case scenario because it makes it feel like it's normal. But I do feel for the people that are doing it alone because like you're just like, I don't know. I can't imagine I would feel really stranded all the time, I think. Raffi. <laughs> I remember what I was going to say. Um, mm. in I can't feel angry because most of the time I just feel fortunate that when I hear about people who, like, I don't know anyone who's ill. I don't know anyone who is, like, struggling to pay the, their rent. So I just, all the time I'm thinking, it sucks that I have to go to work and be exposed. But at the same time, like, I don't have kids at home that are going to be out of school and I got to teach them and think about how I'm going to pay the bills and just, like, every situation that other people are in i'm pretty fortunate that i still have a job even though my paycheck is half of what it should be i still have a job i still have you know i don't have to worry about food i don't have to worry about pretty much anything so i can't get angry aside from being angry at our idiot government but this is not that kind of show lisa what's the next we'll check back with you in a week (laughs) Uh, so they were they touched on a little bit uh the whole greg uh and joe rogan recording together and some other people like whitney cummings and uh i just first of all i think it's irresponsible but like one funny thing that came out of it is jackie saying like of course we all want to like be in person but like um we're all lonely sad and horny and i'm like that's gonna be the next podcast (laughs) lonely sad and horny (laughs) coming to you from quarantine island um but I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. At least turn it into a joke. But uh, yeah, I they well, talked a little bit about. Oh, sorry. Oh no, she she was going like I was gonna say on Instagram Live. You know, right when this was being said, she on the, when I was not when it was being said, when I heard it being said, and she and someone goes, hey, you know, because she's riding her bike, wanting to be distracted. They're like, you mentioned all this stuff. What do you think about the people like your mom's house still meeting in person? Because like Christina Pease and um, Segura's, you know podcast they have a studio and they're still meeting a person um they're the podcasts um under that and i listened to an episode of something else and they were saying that i guess there was a a loophole or you know there's some media that was still considered essential business and podcasts fell under that media um and that's how Whoa. that's how they were using it that's what sakura said that's how he was using it but from that podcast he was on um, Ryan Sickler's podcast. They were that was the last one they were going to do in studio. Then they were doing everything from the houses, and I don't know what point that was recorded. But they're like, "Hey, what do you think about your mom's house podcast?" And she's like, "You know, of all the people, like everybody I mentioned, I love them all, but I'm still mad that they're all doing this and how bad that looks, and they should stop doing it." So I thought that was interesting. Right. It's it's bad. It's bad. Uh, it's not a good role model. It's not putting it's, it's making it like Allison said, like people are going to see that and think, oh, it's OK now. 
because these are people that are influ- influencers in a you know so yeah. it and they have kids too so now whoever you're around you're bringing that home and i think mm-hmm. we all do it to an extent like i mean going to the grocery store everybody there could be infected mm-hmm. and you're now exposing yourself to that yeah. and i mean that's just what it is now but to go out of your way to like kind of snub your nose at it. it's like hmm, it's a little irresponsible but uh the allison was talking about actually they all were kind of saying like maybe we just go on a road trip and i've uh i had that urge like right away when all this was happening and i was like i want to get the fuck out of dodge like i want to go somewhere i want to go like visit friends this is before it was you know quarantine time it was just sort of all kind mm-hmm. of starting where I thought, if Mike's not working, if the kids aren't at school, let's just, like, go. Let's just drive and, like, say fuck it. <laughs> but, um, so I wonder if you guys have that feeling, too, of, like, I just want to, like, go somewhere. Like, it's going to be better anywhere else. You know, I don't know. It's, like, maybe I'm just running away. I have no idea. Rafi? I thought about it. Um, I was thinking, like, what if I just went home? But... At the same time, it's like, what What am I going to do there? Like, the same shit I'm doing here. So, right. Not, and for not starters, you are home. For... But but I thought about that, too. Like, I wonder, because you just moved here, and now all this shit happened. It's like, I wonder if you would have felt better being in Colorado, or like, by your family, or like, I don't know, in your safety zone. You know, honestly, it's nice having a break. So, uh, <laughs> you know. Let him, I heard Denver's let being him, hit so. hard too. By the way, oh gosh, Denver. Who's Denver exactly? Worst omelet on earth. Jen, um, so how are you? <laughs> how are you uh, feeling about road trips? Do you want to run off back to the south where your roots are? Screw you. Um, <laughs> I let's see. I don't. It is. It's everywhere, right? So if I go anywhere else, I'm gonna be like disinfecting that place like sure it'd be nice to go to big bear and get a place for like three months you know i mean just to be out in nature because even the trails like the state parks they close the trails and everything and and there are some trails over here that you can get to and it's not considered like state it's not mandated to not go there but just to be out in the open would be really really nice but it's not realistic because my husband still works and my kids still have school so you know, that's the only place I can think of that. I think people, the grass is always greener, obviously, but living on a place with acreage and just being able to walk out and not yes. have to worry about seeing it. Like we hardly see any neighbors when we walk, but knowing it's your place and you could do whatever you want, like walk out and with no pants on, you know how I am. And like, just <laughs> be able to, to just walk and not have to worry about other people. So, that yeah. would be awesome. And I wonder if this is still going on in the summertime, maybe I will think about Airbnb a big bear cabin or something and just like mm-hmm. going somewhere else because mm-hmm. I don't know. This is it's I, I don't know. I guess we, like like we said, it's literally day by day and like we'll just see what happens. But um, what the hell was that noise? Sound like a peacock. Um, they talked a little bit also again about wearing masks and if it's mandated or not. And I was worried that Allison's reusing her mask which is like something you're really not supposed to right. do um, and I know you guys have been making some homemade ones I made one with like the that one tutorial that's going around on Instagram um, mm-hmm. I think it's from Allure magazine or something like with the bandanas which mm-hmm. is very easy to make um, 
but I did have problems with it staying on my face. So I'm like, I'm just not going anywhere. Fuck this. Right. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, and I just happened to scroll on my phone like right a minute ago. And there's a story saying why plague doctors wore those strange beaked masks. And I've never heard of this. Uh, or seen this. Uh-huh. And it's like, it says the sinister looking costumes donned by 17th century physicians weren't just for show. So I didn't read it yet, but I just saw the picture. I'm like, holy shit. Do you know about this? Well, I know that those like, they have those elongated and exaggerated masks I knew about like theater time like like way mm. back when um but I did I did see kind of the same thing you've seen I didn't investigate further but first of all they look like birds like bird beasts really yeah. scary don't keep us uh waiting Lisa why did they wear them I'm trying to scroll to see but I ran out of last out of elastic and my neighbor just gave me some so that's why I, oh nice why I have not been so... taking more masks I was using the rubber bands or whatever. I think they're just too tight on my ears. So yeah. just kept, like popping off. I just need to like tie it or something. I kind of lucked out. I haven't finished making a single mask yet, but I'm going to get on that soon. And I lucked out because I have all these hair elastics that since I've cut my hair have no mm-hmm. use to me anymore. Then just when you to account for that, you want to make your mask uh, long wider. So that the the distance between the loop and the mask and your ear is smaller, so that way it doesn't tug as much. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I think the reason why they had these long masks, what I'm getting from this, is they could put herbs and th- perfumes in there um, to maybe not smell people that had the plague i don't know <laughs> this is a very long story but um i i just saw the picture i was like holy crap i've never heard of this and like if i start seeing these out in public i'm gonna shit my <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that is a youtube video waiting to happen it's like trader joe's wearing 17th century plague masks <laughs> oh my god i totally want i need to find one i need to make one there's also one like uh, there's a Twin Peaks mask that would be pretty uh, similar um, that I could, you know, use papier-mâché and make something. Um, <clears throat> I think we touched all also on like the fact that Allison has a bunch of new Patreon people. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I just started listening to some other podcasts, just to, things that we've talked about wanting to listen to. Not we. That you guys have talked about or that people have been on Allison's show. So I listened to finally TV Guidance Counselor. Um, and that was fine. I have not listened to Bizarre Albums yet. And I'm getting ready to start listening to that. Because I think that would be fun. And I listened to Good Christian Fun. The one with Allison. And then I listened to uh, the one with Renee Colvert. The newest one. And I really enjoy that show. It's a lot of fun. I felt like Allison seemed like she felt like she was out of her element a little bit. But the show was really yeah. fun. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, the one with Allison, I didn't like as much as the other ones. Like the one, the recent one with Renee was really good. I um, haven't finished it all yet. And for some reason, I think Leanne remarked about her, Allison's um, visit on so. there. Um, I... I don't know. Maybe she felt like she'd already told the story before or some. It didn't come off as, I don't know. It it was a weird feel episode. It wasn't as thorough and uh, it was a good episode, but it wasn't one of the best GCF episodes. 
But yeah, I agree. And also, I think what I took away from it, because I've only heard, I don't know if they always have a guest. I'm not, I'm new to the show, but like, they do. Yeah. it seems like they have such a great dynamic together that when you throw someone else in the mix, they have a hard time getting into that. And that's kind of what I got from both, actually, even though they were both good episodes, especially Renee's was like more felt, she felt a little more relaxed. But um, yeah, I, I, would I don't say know if like- that's how it always is. 90% of the time they have a, a guest um, and it's always like getting to know the background of the guest and well this Renee's one she's been such a repeat guest they don't go through her background they did in the first one with her but yeah usually like the first so they, they talk and banter then they have the guest on and the guest tells like their story and then after that they get to what they've come in on which is to find the worst song or talk about a movie they've all watched or whatever so they usually have a guest um I don't know why okay. why the Allison one came off kind of weird. And, you know, they do have their inside jokes, but, but was Allison's remote or was she there? I can't remember. Oh, that's a good question because she just seemed to not, like, follow along, like, where she's like, oh, what do you mean by that? Like, when they're just joking and it's like, oh, like, the flow of it kind of broke a little bit. That's a good question. I don't know if she was remote. The, the songs that they picked were hilarious, though. <laughs> yeah. Lisa, did you decide to listen to Bizarre Albums because you heard he just did the Paris Hilton album? Of course, that's why. (laughs) I believe Scott Storch, uh, famous producer, former member of The Roots, uh, formerly worked with Dr. Dre, did some production on that album. So I'm going to go listen to that at some point. The only doctor I'm interested in is Dr. J that we're talking to. Um. Speaking of derailing a show. Thanks, Lisa. Uh, so anything else from Thursday before we close this shit out? Uh, I No, I think the end of the show is where like, I, f- I feel like it was going to go where I wanted to go. Like where she alluded to Ellen and, you know, about the whole mm-hmm. tweeting thing. Or she, and then she's like alluding to Jackie's like podcast. I would love to hear more like, how are you doing like beauty wise? And, you know, that's where I thought I was going to go. And yeah. then it, it ended on the note I wanted it to start on. Um, but you know, she's just feeling these things out. I'm not a Patreon member. I don't pay for anything anymore. I have no, I have no room to say anything. This is free entertainment for me. I just hope that things do get better for her or she figures out a way to manage everything. So she feels better. I agree. I I do wonder what Jackie's doing now, like quarantine wise, as far as, you know, beauty is, Mm -hmm. you know, I had this thing where I thought I'm going to wear lipstick every day. It's going to boost my you know, mood and like, I'm going to let my hair go gray and who cares? Maybe I'll even have more natural like makeup and get my tan back. Um, and then when we had to start wearing masks, I'm like, cool. So when am I going to wear lipstick? (laughs) 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 Or just don't go out. Um, yeah. Or I need to get a mask that has it painted on is probably what's going to happen. Um, but <laughs> I, I, like, I like to see like you just stitch on some red lips like on the ass. Oh my god, I'm totally gonna ass. do that. We, I mean this oh. this is gonna. Um, oh, just one more thing because new... I don't pay for anything anymore. Um, oh yeah. Oh, so, uh, um, we're on Zoom now. We're not expecting interactions for ad reads. Can we just pre-record the ads, please, please, please? Can we pre? Yes. Please. You don't want interaction. You're looking down when it's being read. Like so awkward. Like let's talk about that, but then let's talk about this. And she's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. But it did work out because while she was busy reading, everyone got their mask on. That's true. But that general. Yeah, in general, she right. should be pre-recording those. 
I agree because getting dynamic together when you're not in person is hard already. And so then when you take everybody out of it and then trying to regain that, it does, um, it's noticeable. And yeah, pre-record, do it. Also, kind of unrelated, but this is a just me or everyone. I thought Kevin was gay until like a year ago. Uh, or so no, I not, kind not of even a year, that... probably like three months ago. I was like, oh, is he not gay? So I've always thought that too. And like when I would listen to Gilmore Guys, I'm like, I can't, I don't, I'm not sure. But then I think he would allude to the, like girlfriends or something. So I was like, okay, so he, is, he isn't. I don't know. Yeah, I, think... I I'm still on the fence. It's the southern accent, but I think he's straight. Um, uh, that video that Jen sent me is very. <laughs> I have not seen this video. <laughs> oh, you check you your have... DMs later. You didn't want to click on the video. Um, ho- hold on. Check your DMs. Um, click on the BMs. Text. Um, no, but he is straight. Mm. He said it before. He said on GCF, like. Uh, Leanne and I have had conversation about this, but he's he's straight and he's he's stated that he's straight. I think it's just because he's uh, into theater, theater and yeah. acting, and and he just puts himself out there and he doesn't care. I don't know. Yeah. Same. Yeah, and also I, I do think the southern accent kind of does it as well, like adds mm-hmm. to it. But also I do think there are some ladies out there who would love some Kevin T. Right. <laughs> he's he's probably laying pipe left and right, but um. Okay, not just in the <laughs> toilet. Um, well, That's on that note. Not my. I'm sorry for all the audio peaking. I've been trying to take the mic away when I laugh, so I apologize. Yeah, I I did it 50% of the time. I'm kind of like just saying fuck it. Um, I think it's a good place to end it on audio peaking. Um, yeah, if you'd like to be on the show, we're going to start having a lot more people on. Uh, next week, we've got two people already, which is I'm excited to talk to them. And uh, after that, we're going to I'll start putting a calendar up on the Facebook fan cast page so that people can, you know, sign up and get on the show. Or you can email BFNCast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFNCast. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry. Obviously, you can follow Rafi on Twitter because he's obviously on. If somebody went back and just looped together him saying, I'm not on Twitter, but this one time, <laughs> um, it would be a long, long drop. Uh, Rafi, where can we find you? If you want me to send you the video of Allison doing a comedy show question mark uh yesterday uh get at me or maybe i'll just put it on facebook i may or may not still have that eight minutes of audio or technical difficulty for doug loves movies somewhere so jen where can we find you uh just comment on the facebook page it's always fun to hear from the other people agreed uh bffs you are truly the fucking best he is risen, turds. <laughs> After Easter, and they're like, what? <laughs> what in the heck?
Maybe he would sit 